0: Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Horsham. This message is by Jane Urquhart. I just want to, you can take your seats. We're going to carry on meeting with the Lord in in a little while, but I I know the Lord wants to just, He wanted me just to say some things, so, um... Oh, He wants to say some things. And... um, uh, um, have you got the photograph of Pastor Colin? I love that picture. We can leave it up there for a while, is that okay? Um, I think it's my favourite picture. <laughs> We've been looking through photographs uh, recently. And... Um, and um, I just, I saw that one and I just love it because that, uh, that's him, that's, that's the man, yeah? That's the, um, our patriarch, our, um, if you don't know, Pastor Colin founded this, this, this work, this ministry, Kingdom Faith Church many, many years ago and he went to be with the Lord um, two, three weeks ago, I think, nearly three weeks ago. And um, I just want to say for myself and and the family, um, thank you for all their cards and words and Facebook posts and messages. And there's been so, so many that are so kind and just so um, honouring of Pastor Colin and how uh, we've had letters from all over the place and different countries saying what an impact he his hat on them. And um, uh, I, the Lord spoke to me a couple of weeks ago when Pastor Colin wasn't very well. And, um, and he said to me, you know, um, Colin was um, a firstborn in his generation and for a generation. And, and God chose him when he was, you know, he was very young. He had an encounter with the Lord by his bed that just got hold of his life that then led to this life pursuit of Jesus and his glory and who he is. And, and the Lord said to me, um, he was firstborn, he was called out. No one else in his family was a Christian. God just chose him. He chose him in a generation and for a generation. And so many people's lives were impacted by him. And, um, and the Lord took me to uh, Numbers 23, it may come up on the screen, I'm not sure, um, 9 and 10, that he said about Pastor Colin, he said, I see him, he, he's blessed, I see him. Uh, the scripture says, I see uh, um, Israel from the clifftops, I watch them from the hills, I see a people who live by themselves, set apart from other peoples, who can count? Jacob's descendants as numerous as dust. Who can count even a quarter of its people? Let me die like the righteous. Let my life end like theirs. And um, in the Amplified, in the notes, it says that um, this people that were set apart, Israel, when when, uh, the guy looked on Israel and spoke this out, it says they were a people not conquered by enemies. Never conquered by enemies or ever losing their identity. And the Lord said to me, he said, I see him, I see Pastor Colin, he's blessed. He said, behold the man living set apart for me, not absorbed or conquered by enemies. And we all have them, yeah. (laughs) Or lost, ever lost his identity in me. He stayed true to me. He lived for me, set apart for me and he lived so that everyone else could know him, could know God, amen. He lived a holy, set apart life. And it goes on, and God said, who can count his descendants or even number a quarter of them? That's amazing. What a legacy that we can't count. Oh my goodness, I've just seen one, hello. A descendant of his, who can count the descendants of a life lived For Jesus, or even number a quarter of them. And Clive and I, you know, wherever we go, we fight. We come across people who have um, been impacted by by Pastor Colin's life. They were either saved. They read a book. They were at a meeting. They got healed. They were prayed for. Anyone else here? Yeah. Yeah? (laughs) Anywhere we go, we. That comes, that, that happens. It's amazing, it's amazing. So he has descendants all over the earth. And Pastor Colin didn't set out to build church. He didn't set out to build a church and yet his family are all over the earth. Isn't that amazing? And we are descendants of his. I personally, he's my spiritual father, me and my mum. She's down there with Caroline. Um, about 37 years ago, we were both desperate in our own way. Um, And we both got radically saved. (laughs) And um, uh, my brother was a friend of Clive, uh, my husband and Clive, uh, Colin's son. And um, to cut a very long story short, uh, somebody from their household came and prayed with my, they lived in the same village as us. Someone from the household came and prayed with my mum. And a few months later, they came and prayed with me and we gave our lives to the Lord and we haven't looked back. And what's amazing was that Pastor Colin was a busy man, he was travelling the world, he was doing what he was doing, preaching, healing, You you know what he was doing, writing books, blah, blah, blah. And yet he would come to our house with a teapot and a clipboard, a white clipboard, and he would sit, there were a number of us in the village that got saved at the same time, and he would sit and teach us about Jesus and about what Jesus had done on the cross for us how he came and lived in us and he took the lid off the teapot and the Holy Spirit would come into the teapot and that was us being filled with the Holy Spirit. And so this man of God, we didn't know who he was, you know, he was just, you know, calling from down the road, a vicar, if you like, coming to our house to teach us about Jesus. But that's his, that was his heart. He would come and spend time with a little bunch of ex-sinners, or still sinners in many ways, um, and, um, and teach us. And that was his heart, to share... Jesus with us um, profound truths in simple ways we can all get a clipboard and a teapot can't we and share the truth of what Jesus has poured into us with our neighbors amen yeah. if he's got the time to do it I think we've got the time to do it um, so as a family they uh the and Colin Caroline and the household they took us as a family under their wings helped us through difficult times they gave me a job at Roffey I got baptized at Roffey I met Clive. We had our wedding reception at Roffey. We lived in Roffey, and um, anyway, there you go. The rest is history. So, Pastor Colin is my spiritual father, and I know he is for, for all of us here. You know, in the room, we're here because of him, and uh, his legacy, and that legacy of um, of expectation and an atmosphere of faith and miracles, and lives being changed, lives being totally redeemed, totally set free. And, and, and we're, we're set apart to live for him, Amen. We're set apart. We live like that. We live from a place of surrender, on our knees. That was him, and, and that's, um, that's our place. That was his place of strength, his surrender to Jesus, totally, every day. And he would spend time with Jesus every day, and I think it's like it's not not like we not like having a prayer time every day is being with Jesus every day, and that's the that's the difference, isn't it? It's not religion; it is relationship, and who we are in Christ was his was his message, who we now are, totally new, totally forgiven, just totally full of Him. And that Numbers 23 goes on to talk about a people who lived um, blessed. They all live protected. It says no witchcraft or curse or warfare can overcome. It says they rise up in strength and they go from strength to strength, which is what we do. Amen. We increase in influence. It says how attractive and considerable are your tents. And tabernacles. It's like how attractive, and how many are our homes and lives that reflect Jesus. Amen. We're rich in resources and have plenty. And the shout of the king is among us. Yeah. We are blessed, and we are seen to be blessed. This is the blessing of on God's people. And this is how Pastor Colin lived. He believed this and preached this. And live to see this in individuals' lives and in the church life, and in that you wanted to see it in the nation and the nations. And from that, that heart, we have, there are people all over the world who live this, who live it like we do. Or they lead a church, or they're just leading their own home, okay? It's a legacy. From generation to generation, we are picking up this baton or this, as he said before he died, taking hold of the stick, raising the banner, living devoted like he was. Amen. Amen. And it's a posture. Devotion, is, is, it looks like something. It's a posture of our hearts and our lives of, of where else would I go? you have the words of eternal life. Where else would I go? Even into old age, the only one kneeling because <laughs> he knew where else could he go but to Jesus. It was, it's a love relationship, a dependency. And um, a few weeks ago, the Lord was, was speaking to me from 1 Corinthians 13 about love. And it says, love bears up under anything and everything that comes. <laughs> it's ever ready to believe the best. Whether it's of a person or an outcome or of God. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances. And it endures Everything without weakening. And you know, we get older. I'm getting older. (laughs) We weaken, don't we, in some ways? But our spirit never weakens. Amen? The spirit of God inside of us never weakens. It goes from strength to strength. Yeah? Love never fails. Prophecy will pass away, tongues will pass away. Knowledge will pass away, but faith, hope and love abide. But the greatest of these is love. And I think, you know, in life, we can have, we have faith, we're a people of faith. Pastor Colin was a man of faith, but faith could be tested. We can be believing for things. We can be standing on promises and that can be so tested. Our hope can be tested. When all seems hopeless, it can be tested. But the thing that keeps us to the end is love. It's got to be love. It's got to be our love relationship with the Lord. Do we know we're loved by Him? That it never fails. Do I love Him even if I don't see a promise fulfilled? Even if something doesn't happen how I hoped it would, if my faith has been challenged, do I still love him? And this is our heritage, because Pastor Colin loved him, loved him. His faith may have been challenged, promises and hopes may have been challenged, but he was with Jesus to the end, talking to him, loving him, enough to bring us a charge. (laughs) It just, love remains. It's love that keeps us. It's this love that uh, will be tested in Matthew 24 and 25 when it talks about things that are going to happen on the earth. Many people's love will grow cold. But this is why it's so important that we are so know that we're loved and God's love is in us because it doesn't grow cold. It gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Amen. I want to read a couple of scriptures. I think they're a couple on the screen. 1 Peter 1, 1.8. This, I just, I've been in these and I just love these. It says, without having seen him. So without having seen God, okay, you love him. Do you love him? Though you do not even now see him, you believe in him and exult and thrill with inexpressible and glorious, triumphant, heavenly joy. I'm going to say it again. (laughs) Without having seen him, you love him. Though you do not even now see Him, you believe in Him and exalt and thrill with inexpressible and glorious, triumphant, heavenly joy. Amen. At the same time, you receive the result, the outcome or consummation of your faith, the salvation of our souls. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's nothing like it, is there? There is nothing like it. The salvation of our souls. This joy. And I want to read this in the Passion Translation. I think it will will come up because it is so, so amazing. Uh, But this is going to be from verse 2. Okay, I want to read this. You are not forgotten. Okay, is it there? Yeah. For you have been chosen and destined by Father God. The Holy Spirit has set you apart to be God's holy ones obedient followers of Jesus Christ who have been gloriously sprinkled with His blood. May God's delightful grace and peace cascade over you many times over. Amen. Celebrate with praises the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has shown us His extravagant mercy for His fountain of mercy has given us new life. We are reborn to experience a living, energetic hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We are reborn into a perfect inheritance that can never perish, never be defiled, and never diminish. It is promised and preserved forever in the heavenly realm for you. Amen. Through our faith, the mighty power of God constantly guards us until our full salvation is ready to be revealed in the last time. He guards us till that moment. May the thought of this cause you to jump for joy, even though lately you have had to put up with grief of many trials. And we have, haven't we? This last year, year and a half, Many, many trials, many disruptions, trauma, losing loved ones, losing jobs, losing hope, homeschooling. is up there with the rest of them. I'm just glad it wasn't me. (laughs) Tough times. We've had to put up with many trials, but we can jump for joy. Apostle Cole would still jump, wouldn't he? <laughs> Do you know? What I mean, he would just jump up or down. But these only reveal the sterling core of your faith, which is far more valuable than gold that perishes. For even gold is refined by fire. Your authentic faith will result in even more praise, glory, and honor when Jesus, the anointed one, is revealed. You love him passionately don't you? (laughs) We love him passionately, although we've not seen him. But through believing in him, we are saturated with an ecstatic joy, indescribably sublime and immersed in glory. For you are reaping the harvest of your faith. The full salvation promised you your soul's victory. Amen. Amen. Come on. Some of you still don't seem sure. <laughs> just read this. Just read these verses and just speak them out and speak them out until you're jumping up and down with joy. Because it's a reality, amen, of who Jesus is and what he's done in us. This is, this is the truth. This is the truth. This is who we are. This is what Jesus has done. And this joy, this life, this passion is what we want to others to see in our lives, isn't it? Yeah. This faith that even when bad things happen and they happen to everybody, we still have joy in our hearts. We can still celebrate. His God is so good. And um, over the summer in July, the Lord, well, the Lord's been obviously speaking to us all for a long, long time about new things and moving into a new era. And we know that God is doing a new thing in the church and there's new things happening in the earth. Some we don't like, and, and, but God is on the move. And the Lord was speaking to me about um, fasting over the summer. And, and he was talking to me about how when, when Moses needed to hear, when God wanted to speak to Moses, he called him up the mountain for 40 days, 40 nights. And when God needed to do a new thing through Jesus, he called him, he set himself apart to fast for 40 days and 40 nights. How covenant was released after those times of intense prayer and fasting and being with God. Covenant was released to to his people, to the earth through Jesus. And we know we're in a new generation of time and it requires uh, a deeper walk It requires the church to walk at a new level, fasting and prayer and listening to God and doing what he asks. And we're in this season, a deeper coming away with him. And it's not a burden to do that when you're so in love with Jesus, because it's not about, it's not so much about sacrifice, it's because you love him. You want to be with him. You want to get up like Pastor Colin would get up every night. You get up in the night because you love him, because you want to be with him and he wants to be with you. That's where it's got to be, otherwise we can't do it because we do it in our own strength. And something really, um, something happened to me, and this was three weeks ago, early hours of this morning, three weeks ago on a Sunday. <clears throat> it was early hours of the morning and I was I was praying and I was sitting on my, I have a sofa in, in a, my prayer room, I call it my tent of meeting, my room that I have, I go into. And, um, and I was just spending some time with the Lord and I could, it's almost like I could hear, hear the sound of celebration. I could hear the sound of joy and a wedding, a wedding celebration. And all of a sudden I'm sitting on my sofa and and because the word says, you know, we're seated in heavenly places, when I'm sitting on my sofa, that's where I am. I'm seated seated in heavenly places with Jesus, amen? Amen. It's not presumption, that's what the word says, that's where I am, (laughs) that's who I am. And I was throwing confetti onto the earth. And I was like, okay, so there's a wedding going on. (laughs) There's a wedding coming. And, um, and the Lord started speaking to me about this time that we're in of the bride being ready for meeting her bridegroom in heaven. When Jesus comes and meets with his bride, the church, it talks about that plenty in scripture. And it, he said it's like throwing the rose petals before the bride as she walks up the aisle towards her bridegroom. And uh, I was like, okay, Lord, this is interesting. <laughs> and, um, and I felt the Lord say, this is preparing the way of the Lord. And um, I, Pastor Colin went to be with the Lord the next day. And in my heart, I knew, we all know, he's gone to meet with his bridegroom. Pastor Colin, all his life had been meeting with Jesus and now he was actually meeting with his King of Kings, the Lord of Lords and the lover of his soul. It was this sound of celebration, the sound of a wedding. And I think that's where I've been ever since he died. That's been my joy. That's been my focus is that he's where he is. That is where he is. And he is so excited. He's jumping up and down for joy. He is like... Busting a gut because he's with Jesus now, yeah? And somebody sent me a card, actually Paul and Kate Abel, and Kate wrote this, she wrote this verse. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters, and like loud peals of thunder, shouting, Hallelujah, for the Lord Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory, for the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. Wow. Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And it's like we um, shared a while ago about, from I think it's Matthew 25, when the the call goes out, uh, the bridegroom is coming. The bridegroom is coming. This is the season that we're in, church. The bridegroom is coming. And there's this sound, this atmosphere of joy and celebration because this is where it's all culminating in. That's with scripture, the father choosing his son to come to the earth to bring a bride who then is, we are gonna be presented to the son and we're gonna be going into this great wedding banquet. Amen. Amen. If you didn't know it, that's, you know it now. <laughs> this is where we're heading. We've heard this call. And, you know, Pastor Jonathan Dyke last last week was saying, he was praying that our eyes would be open, that we would see what is going on in the spirit around us. We can see what's going on in the world and it's darkness, but God is on the move. Yeah. There is this sound of celebration and joy as the culmination of him coming to the earth is getting closer and closer. And our eyes and ears, we wanted them to be open to see and hear what the spirit of God is saying and doing. Amen. So we make ourselves ready. It says the bride got herself ready. Now we have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus if, you, if you've asked him to cleanse you. We have been cleansed, healed, saved. We have these white garments the scripture talks about. We make, but it also talks about making ourselves ready, about us walking focused on him like Pastor Colin was. Amen. Our eyes fixed on Jesus, forsaking all other loves. When you're walking up the aisle, you're not thinking about someone else, I hope. <laughs> your, your eyes are locked on the bloke. You walk, you're a woman. You, no, it is the bloke, isn't it? Yeah, you're walking towards. Your eyes are fixed on each other. Yeah? For you have forsaken all other loves to marry this one person. Forsaking everything else in our life that would stop us from coming to that person. Letting go of past things. Walking towards him. Eyes adoring him, loving him with all our heart, soul, mind and strength, which is what Jesus said, wasn't it, that we were to do. Love the the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength, removing every spot and wrinkle. And this is the season that we're in, where Jesus wants his bride. He wants us living holy, set apart lives. And he's in us. So everything that doesn't line up with Him, He wants us to just bring it to Him and say, Lord, I don't want this in my life anymore. I don't need spots and wrinkles. I don't need blemishes. You've made me whole. You've cleansed me. I don't need this in my life anymore. Help me change. Help me get rid of this. Help me address this. And this season that we're in is so, so important. That we are cleansed, that we walk in wholeness and healing and love for Him and for one another. Anything in our lives that is a compromise, any idol, anything that takes first place from Him, any idol, we give it up and we surrender it. That we're overcome with Him, we're not overcome by sin in our lives, by temptation. We're overcome with him. We're not lukewarm. We're not lukewarm. We're hot for him. Amen. Amen. We don't live with compromise. We don't let our love grow cold. We live passionate, devoted lives for him. Yeah. That he is our first love. He is our first love. And this is worship. Amen. This is worship. It's not not what songs we sing and then we go go and carry on, you know, things. Our worship is our life poured out for him. And I love this. This is when Mary, you know, the the story where Mary took the the jar of uh, perfume, very, very expensive perfume, and she poured it out on Jesus Feet and, and loved him with this perfume. She poured it on his feet, wiped his feet with her hand. It says the whole house was filled with the fragrance of her perfume. When we live in this adoration of Jesus, other people are going to notice. Other people are going to smell something different about you. They're going to hear something different. You're going to look different. Something different about your home, and the whole place is filled with your adoration and your love of Jesus. Amen. It's real. We want to invite others into this celebration. Amen. Yeah. We want to invite others into this anticipation, this sound of joy. And the, the, um, I felt the Lord say but me, I had a dream. Um, it may have been the same night, I can't remember. Um, and I was, I was running around. Uh, it was, I was in a city and it was very dark. It was black. Um, everyone was running around. And, but I had this sense that any minute, this light, the sunrise was going to break through, but no one else knew, they're just running around in blind panic. But I knew it was coming, you know, like if you're thick smoke, but behind it, you can see like a light, you can see like a flame or orange, you can see, it's like I knew. The kingdom of God is about to break through. God is about to break through this darkness, this thickness. This, it was like the, the planet was in dark deception. It was debris, carnage, pain everywhere. But I knew that colour, I knew that light was about to break through. And, that's, and the kingdom of God is breaking through. Amen. He's breaking through in us. He's going to break through in colours. He's going to break through in love, in power, in beauty, in miracles, in the supernatural. But it's going to be through us. Amen. Through us, through lives that are, are laid down. We carry the breakthrough. We carry it. We shine this radiant splendour of the bride. The word set in Psalm 84, verse 11, it says, The Lord bestows on us grace and glory. Okay, the Lord bestows on us. Now, Psalm 84 is amazing because it starts with with David longing for God, and then it says what God's going to do in him, in us. It says, The Lord bestows on us grace and glory. That is honor, splendor, and heavenly bliss. This is ours. Honor, just receive it. He honours you. He thinks you're splendorous, if that's a word. You are splendor. What is that? I don't know. Splendid. Splendid. That's it. You are splendid. Be splendorous anyway. You are splendid. You are covered in heavenly bliss. This is us. He bestows on us. The word says, Psalm 84 verse 11, you can look it up yourself. That's in the Amplified we are bestowed with grace and glory, honour, splendour and heavenly bliss. This is, this is us. OK. And in the dream, I uh, had no shoes on. And I kept saying to the Lord, why, why didn't I have any shoes on? Why was I running around a city with no, no shoes on? And he woke me up last night and answered me. <laughs> and he said... Um, Because this season is holy ground. This season is holy ground. You are holy ground. And you, and what you allow me to do in you in this time, is preparing the way of the Lord. And um, and he asked me to do something, so I'm going to do it. And... I don't usually do things like this, but we, we have to be obedient to the Lord, don't we? Um, this season of of bridal love, this season of intimacy, this season of coming before him, this season of acknowledging um, the wedding, the sound of the wedding. I'm going to throw these out. Does anybody want to help me? Does anybody want to help me? Yeah, can we grab some of these? Just around. just down the aisle, down the aisle, along the front, okay. and I felt the Lord say, these are all roses that were bought for us for i 'm going to throw some along the front for just recently and I'm just going to throw some of these out. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I just thank you that heaven is sounding a wedding celebration at this time. And I thank you, Lord. That all heaven is cheering this time where the bride and bridegroom are going to meet. That you're pouring out your spirit in a new way. Colour is going to break out. Your kingdom is going to break out in us, amongst us, around us. That this is holy This is a holy season, what you're doing in your church, what you're doing in the nations, what you're doing in Israel, how you are drawing us to yourself to embrace you in a new way, to embrace you in a new way, to live devoted in a new way. And I just feel um, this morning That there's a yes from each one of us that is going to look different for each one of us because there are different things in our lives going on. That he wants us to surrender to his love. He wants us to surrender to him. That his love will be in us in a deeper way. He's poured his love out in us. But there is a deeper revelation, a deeper walk, a deeper acknowledgement of our bridegroom king, a deeper surrender and devotion. And this season is holy ground. That's what he said. That's why I had no shoes on. And some of you this morning need to take your shoes off. Some of you this morning need to acknowledge that this is holy ground and we cannot stay as we were because it's a new season. Some of you need to take your shoes off. Some of you may wanna kneel like Pastor Colin did. Maybe you've never done that before. Maybe you've never surrendered your life to him before and devoted yourself until your last breath to him, no matter what. Some of you may wanna come down here, down the aisle on the petals as you are as if you are you are acknowledging i am walking the aisle to my bridegroom and i am letting go of stuff that stops me i'm letting go of stuff that is not right not holy and i'm coming i am going to be ready i am i am coming i'm walking down the aisle to my king to the love of my life And I'm acknowledging the season that we are in, this preparation time. I'm acknowledging it by responding. Thank you, Jesus. We are preparing the way of the Lord by our response. And I thank you, Jesus, right now. I thank you, Jesus. We're not going to have worship actually, because it's not about what we sing; it's about what we do right now in this moment, in response to Jesus, what He said, what He's saying, what He's doing. If you want to come down here and walk down the aisle on in this day of preparation, in this day of meeting with Him, come and do it. If you want to take your shoes off and acknowledge this is holy, this season is holy ground, do it. If you want to get down on your face, if you want to dance, I don't know, whatever you want to do please just respond to him now from the depth of your heart because this is the legacy that we have been left to pick up the banner, to raise a stick and pick up a banner looks like something It looks like a life laid down. It is not a statement to make and a shout. Yes, I'm going to do this. It looks like something very real and very personal and very deep for each one of us. This is holy ground. Thank Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Lord, we just bring our hearts before you. Lord, we just bring our hearts before you. We bring our lives before you. A life well lived and devoted to you has led to our many of our salvation and we are eternally thankful. Eternally grateful. And Lord, for myself, I want to live devoted. I want to live and carry on, Lord, the legacy of a life devoted to you, Lord Jesus. Not a religion, but a relationship that then changes so many, impacts so many lives, Lord, because it is a love relationship. It is real. It is real. Lord, you love us so much and you long for the world that is in darkness to know your love. So Lord, come today. Just see our hearts, see our responses. See, see the real response, Lord, that is going to be lived out in our, in our circumstances, where we lay things down, where we get help, where we need help to be pure and holy See our response, Lord Jesus. Fill us even more with your love that it would never grow cold. It will last till the end. It will endure all things for you, Lord Jesus. It will believe the best and it will keep going until the end, until we go or you come. Whichever way round it happens, Jesus, we are yours. We are yours. We are your bride forever. Totally in love with you, totally devoted to you and to see your kingdom. Break out, break out around us, break out in us, break out through us, break out in our homes, break out in our churches, break out in our lives, break out in the in the workplace, in the school. Lord, wherever you place us, your kingdom, your colours come through, your power comes through, your fire comes through, your passion comes through us, Lord Jesus, to everyone that needs it in this day. And as the world gets darker, we will shine, shine, shine with your splendour and your honour and heavenly bliss. It's your glory. We will shine because it's what your word says. Jesus, we surrender all. We surrender all. This season is holy ground. We are holy ground. You have bought us with a price to live holy, to live devoted to you, forsaking all other loves, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you your love in us will keep us to the end. Your love that you have lavished on us won't grow cold. It will go from strength to strength. It will go from strength to strength. We will love others like we've never loved. We will love ourselves as you love us, Jesus. And you love us so deeply. Jesus. Jesus. The sound of joy. The sound of celebration. The sound of this wedding. Lord, the sound will emanate from our lives and draw, draw, draw many, many people. It will draw our families. It will draw our loved ones. It will draw people around us, Lord, to you, to you, Jesus, because this is the reality of what's going on in the spirit, the sound of the wedding. The sound of joy and celebration is the culmination of everything you've been doing, Father, bringing the bridegroom, Jesus, and her church and Israel together in this day. And we give ourselves to you, Jesus. You say in your word, you bring us to the banqueting table. You bring us to the banqueting table. You bring us to your goodness. You bring us to everything you have died to give us. And your banner over us is love. Your banner over every single one of us is love. Never to be removed. We thank you that your love is in us for this season in a deeper way, in a real way, where it won't seem like a sacrifice anymore to do what you ask us to do. Because we love you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you do a deep work here today. You save lives, heal, heal hearts with your love. Deliver us from evil. Deliver us from things that have had hold of us, that have overcome us. And let us be overcome by you, by your love, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.